Hello, everybody. We are live at Arrowhead Stadium after the Chiefs' 26-14 win against the Cardinals. We've got Vahe Gregorian right here, Lynn Worthy right here, Sam Mellinger over here, and uh, I'm Brooke Pryor, and we're going to break down exactly what happened uh, in this game, which was it was an, it was a kind of a weird game. It got started off really fast. Mahomes hits uh, Tyree Kill for that touchdown 56 seconds into the game, and I start pre-writing that he's going to break the record, thinking that it's happening imminently in the next couple minutes, and then it takes a little bit. takes the entire it takes a, next quarter. Yeah, it takes a quarter and a half <laughs> for us to finally get there. Um, so let's let's chat about Patrick Mahomes' day. We didn't get to talk with him after the game. Had a family emergency and had to leave the stadium right afterward. Um, but you wrote about him and, and breaking the record. What were your big takeaways from this day? Well, a, a little bit. Part of it got. Uh, uh, Knocked off kilter by Len Dawson calling back, so I ended up weaving that into that column. I love when, um, when phone calls happen. So like that was that. good. It was good to talk to Len, and uh, I also talked to Chris Burford, who there's really no reason for me to have called him except for I was kind of desperate, not quite sure what was going to happen as the game developed. And Chris Burford was the Tyree Kill sort of of the era who uh, caught the record-breaking pass in an obscure December 20th. <laughs> game against the Jets that ended the Chiefs 7-7 seven and seven season. Who knew the record would hold up uh, all these years? And uh, anyway, Chris, like Len, um, said records are basically made to be broken, and he was glad to be in on that. Although, I have to admit, he was a little cranky about uh, Chris, not Len, about the nature of the celebrations today. He was kind of in a, you know, what's this thing with the camera? So not a fan of that. I, But I have to say, I think that is the most cool thing that happened today. I mean, that was... I. I just love that celebration, and it, he looked to me like it was like a, like a superhero up in the stands. He did. He can do anything. Which also, Chris Jones' quote today was my favorite. He said about Tyreek's celebration, "That was a savage move." I told Tyreek, "That's the best move. You got the money to pay for the fine. I love it, but you will never see me do that. I don't have the money for that." As Sam points out, Chris Jones, salary-wise, makes more than Tyreek Hill. And he kind of waved it off, saying, like, I'm a D-lineman. I don't get the endorsements that Tyreek gets. Did you get to say that to, to oh, Chris directly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he pointed he it out. That is, that is so awesome. Like, it was like a gap there. And then all of a sudden, it came back around. And Sam was like, um, you, just, you don't make it. You make more than him. And he was like, Which, well. <laughs> by the way, though, he was like, oh, D-lineman, don't get endorsements unless you have a personality like me. So, <laughs> Do you have endorsements? Like Do you get paid? and refuted his own point. All in the same sentence. But then he finished and said, that's a hefty fine. That's going to be 30K right there. That's 30K. I know it. But Tyreek can afford it. I told him that celebration, I'm running down there with you. Put the camera on me. We're going to have a whole dance celebration. So that is really pretty incredible. He wants to be in on it, but not get the penalty part yes. himself, right? He's like, I'm in with you until you get the fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then the I'm worst, out. I'm going to stay on the field. Man. You know, <laughs> when the going gets tough, think how I'm important it is we've held him accountable here. Yeah. Yes, you know, it's, uh, Chris, That's what reporters are here what, for. Good job, what, Sam. What you're up against. I'll tell you this. Both those guys are going to be able to afford a lot of fines after <laughs> either this season or next season. Yeah. When so go ahead and plan out your touchdown celebrations now. Yes. You're going to have time. Sorry I interrupted your just back to Patrick more seriously, I mean, uh, as one of the more people at this table pointed out downstairs, it was his worst game as a pro. Um, <laughs> Least productive. Fewest yardage. Yep. Fewest, fewest 249 yards. 249 yards. 21 um, of 28. Still quite a fine game, right? But he did get sacked five times. Uh, it looks, looks like, just at, at a crude reading of it, um, only a couple replays, right? But 
maybe maybe three of those were absolutely on the line, but one mm -hmm. or two it seemed like Patrick needed to be able to get rid of. And um, our producer Blair Kirkup is off camera, but we got talking about this a little bit during the game. I mean, Chiefs or Patrick, somebody didn't adjust maybe as nimbly as they might have to some of those heavy rushes, right? They needed to dump the ball off a little more, a couple quick screens, couple or quick shots in the flat. Didn't happen until a little later in the game. Um, so I think it's another day in the education of Patrick, and I think part of his education is going to be feeling a little sore tomorrow. I think he took more shots today than he, than he has all season. He certainly looked like it, and uh, we already had Robert uh, let us know that the O-line was terrible today. Uh, they weren't great. This was, I think, a game that we all wondered if it would ever come with kind of the Patrick nature of this offensive line, with the injuries that have happened, the replacements that are on there, although – a couple of those sacks were on Eric Fisher, and he is not a replacement. He has been there all season. Um, one was on Austin Ryder. Um, Sam, you have any thought about the offensive line today and what kind of happened there? Chandler Jones is really good. He's going to do that to a lot of guys. Um, I, I don't think, you know, there's any shame or whatever in, in, in getting beat by Chandler Jones. Eric Fisher had not given up a sack since the season opening game, uh, according to Pro Football Focus at least. Uh, the line has been fine this year. You know, like they're not great. Uh, they're not terrible. So I don't I, I'm, I'm not going to freak out about that. And, and, you know, like the other thing I think about too, you just can't help it, right? Like, and it literally was Pat's like least productive game as a pro. Least productive game uh, of the season. Yeah. Yardage. You know, mm -hmm. We yeah. should say. And they had problems. Um, he got sacked five times. Uh, like all this stuff. They still scored 26 points. Right. Like, and is that the floor, you know, for this team right. is 26 points? And, you know, it's especially worth, uh, you know, thinking about in the context of this defense uh, has not has, has given up 23 or fewer in six of their last seven games. And the Cardinals are a mess offensively, you know, fired the offensive coordinator. Uh, they can't protect the quarterback today or all season. Uh, but I just I wonder this game was significant in one major way, other than the, the, the record and the, and the camera thing. Uh, and that's Justin Houston returning. And, and they've got their guys together in a way that, you know, they haven't in, in well more than a month. And I was thinking about this. Um, they have not had those three guys at a collective level ever. And what I mean by that is Justin Houston physically is not what he was four years ago when he had 22 and a half sacks. He's still really good. And he still has an advanced brain. You know, we saw that on the, on the, the, the screen pass that he read and other screen passes, mm -hmm. too, not just the one that, that, that he intercepted. D. Ford has never played anywhere close to this, this good. Um, he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. And Chris Jones is a star. I mean, he is a, 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 a star interior defensive lineman. They, they haven't had those three guys playing at this collective level ever. I think that's really significant. And I think the way you said it, I mean, in terms of, you know, obviously you look at Houston, Ford, Jones and what they're doing when they have individual matchups. I mean, it sort of goes towards your point on the offensive line where it's like Chandler Jones, if he gets one-on-one, -on -one, beats a guy. Like that's, I mean, like when we look at it the other way, you don't say, okay, D4 beat a guy. That line sucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's a great oh, point. D4, that's a great point. D4 pretty good. At yeah. Pass, but yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what's that Tyreek? <laughs> kind of his say, thing. I yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. 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 He does that. So, yeah. um, so with the Chandler Jones, I think when we talk about whether it was Pat or the line, um, I think a couple of those, what it really was, was Pat looking at it and saying, okay, he's got everybody accounted for. He just didn't account for Chandler Jones, you know, just beating guys. I mean, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Um, but I think defensively, you know, with that, that, that rush, I mean, I think it was Chris Jones was talking about it. Just when you add Houston in there, you just have another weapon. And 
um, Reggie Ragland was talking about it too, where Chris Jones is like, you can't block Chris Jones because you have to double guys on the yeah. outside. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's one on one, and yeah, he's going to win a one on one at some point. Mm-hmm. Didn't you think they adjusted too? Because both those sacks came early um, by by Jones, by Chandler Jones on Fisher, and they, they sure seem to adjust, right? Either right. chipping or doubling or doing something. You know, there giving, was one more Eric in the Fisher fourth somehow. quarter, but it wasn't by Jones. Yeah. Yeah, and I think even that Reader one, and I'd have to look at it again, but it almost looked as though Reader was looking for some help inside, and I think Cam was sort of helping. I have to look at it again, but I think it was more of a Cam was trying to yeah. bounce out to help out with Fisher because, you know, again, Chandler Jones will do that to you. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, same thing that we're talking about again, where if you have to double somebody, then you leave a one-on-one somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what the Chiefs are starting to take advantage of when they get mm-hmm. all their guys in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, with the Rams coming up, you and I were just watching the Rams game, and it looked like Rams are really getting some pressure uh, on the Seahawks yeah. tonight. How much of a concern is that going into this game? The offensive line, you know, gave up, like we said, five sacks today, given up 12 going into this game. What is that, what is that skill set going to do to this offensive line? Well, that was the thing that I was thinking about this game was, like, you never really, at least I never really thought they were losing this game tonight. But the fact that Pat got roughed up as much as he did, I was like, well, that's not that does not bode well for next mm-hmm. week because of the guys they have on the line. When you're talking about Sue, you're talking about Donaldson, you're talking about Fowler. It's like they there's going to be matchups there that you just can't really you know account for being able to win that every time through. So they're probably going to get the pat, and especially if you look at what happened tonight, you say, okay, well, there's just a I mean, Chandler Jones can sort of do as much as he did by himself. If you got three guys out there again, like the Chiefs have, then you're going to have to adjust for that. The other thing, too, about that particular matchup is um, I, I know Eric Fisher is a popular punching bag, but for the most part, those tackles have been reliable this year. Oh, yeah. The interior, that's where Aaron Donald is, you know, and, and he's going against backups. And unless, you know, maybe Mitch Morse can play yeah. next week. We don't know. Uh, but that, that's the strength of, of, of the Rams pressure is, is straight up the gut, straight up the middle. And that's, that's hard to get away from. Well, might mean uh, some different blocking schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mean, I, I would suggest this, that, that they will <laughs> be contouring the offense to what they see. I mean, and, and I mean, that will mean some things that they will try to surprise the Rams with that, you know, maybe go right at them on some things, I, I bet. But mm-hmm. also, you know, avoidance techniques. <laughs> That's a, a good point by you because Colin said it feels like the offense – was playing vanilla on purpose, simple schemes, no risk. Do they think? Do do we think they were trying to save themselves from Mexico? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I think maybe the, just the way the game played out, it looked more simple than it was. Mm-hmm. And, and look, maybe I don't know. At the second half, did did you feel like they were just trying to grind it out to get it done? I don't know. I, I didn't really. F- feel that way because they needed a touchdown yeah. after the Cardinals came out and chewed up over seven minutes off the clock they, they needed to come out and get a touchdown and they didn't and that's when it seemed like the defense really had to pick them yeah. up they forced a three and out and then Houston's interception um, but I think you would have liked to see them score a touchdown before Spencer wears off of that interception I'm just trying to remember the play call like the play calling for lack of you know that's not that that can be deceiving right but after that uh they didn't go three and out, did they, right away after that? No, they didn't. They went about 35 yards or something and, and punted. I guess uh, Colquitt earned his paycheck four, today. Four or five times in, yeah. in six series or so, somewhere five in there. Five times, 233 yards. I didn't think they were like, I don't, I don't know, I guess I disagree. I didn't think they went like all vanilla. And, you know, to whatever extent they weren't 
calling the wild screens or whatever. I don't think that's in anticipation for the Rams. I mean, there's, you know, what, nine games of tape. Yeah, before that's already out there, right? For, mm-hmm. for people to look at. I, I do think that, and, and I want to watch it again, all that stuff, but I, I do think that they adjusted some things to account for Eric Fisher and Chandler Jones. And I also, like, um, I think Sammy Watkins matters to this offense. I think that's a great that was point. I was, I was thinking about, too, was just that, you know, you hear people talk, especially since, you know, Sammy's been in there all the time about, you know, obviously he got the amount of money that he got and he's been sort of the, the fourth guy or whatever, a fourth option. Um, and it's like, oh, well, Sammy's the one you can sort of do without. It's sort of the way it's been, you know, played, but, you know, or viewed by some people. And you say, well, this is the first time you see the offense without him. Uh-huh. And obviously Tyreek has the day but the, that he had, but you don't have necessarily that, you know, the, the, the matchups, the way they've been, able to, they've been able to dictate, you know, choices that you have to make as a defense. Yeah. And, you know, you know that if you guys do something on one side and you leave Sammy one-on-one, you're going to – you count on winning that matchup. You, maybe it's not necessarily the same thing with – and I'm not to take a shot at Marcus Robinson or whoever else, but – and they get, they made some plays today too, but it's not the same as a number one yeah. guy who's yeah. been a number one guy other places being the, the sort of fourth guy. You yeah. know, it changes the offense. Yeah. I think that's – for everybody who says, totally oh, agree. Sammy's the one that you don't have to worry about. Well, this is maybe that totally game. That, this, yeah. yeah, that and the other thing I think is just the negative plays because um, they ran like 56 plays offensively. And I want to say there's 10 for a loss between the sacks and just tackles for a loss. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I think that changes a lot of your offense yeah. too when you're, you know, because they had a lot of those between the sacks and just tackles for a loss. And we've seen them make big plays. But when you're doing it, I mean, what is that, 20 of time, whatever, mm-hmm. or a little less than that. That doesn't include the penalties, too. <laughs> right, yeah, cool, the and there were they a were, lot. I tell you what, just looking back at that that first third quarter drive, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, it was hardly really conservatism, but a couple plays that were real clunkers. Um, that uh, first and ten at the Arizona 47, Kareem Hunt running left. It was absolute yeah. East-West Express. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and we thought, I don't know, it's easy to, for us to say this from upstairs, but Looked like he might have had a little funnel, but needed to create a funnel instead of keep, keep going. So now that second and 14, and that drive effectively ended with what I thought was a little bit curious. I don't think I don't think Sherman's your guy That's on that, right. that, was on that screen. I mean, he was caught. I think he was caught from behind, but certainly he wasn't. You could see right away he wasn't going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think he's a good personnel choice on that play. No, I don't think so either. And that's a good point. I was going to bring up the fact that Kareem Hunt was tackled for a loss quite a bit today. I think five times he was tackled for a loss. He tried to hurdle somebody, and that did not work uh, as well as the other ones that had. That guy was jumping as Kareem prepared to hurdle. It was like he yeah. was absolutely It was like he had already decided, like, yep, I'm going to hurdle today. And I was like, bud, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe <laughs> maybe find another move. I wonder if the guy baited him into the hurdle a little bit. You have to see it a little it was, better. But, but, like, was he, like, getting down low so Kareem would try <laughs> it? And then, yeah, it was kind of a cool play. There, there was one in the, the KUK State game yesterday. Yesterday, right? Yeah, it's kind of similar. Play. Another failed hurdle. Um, yeah, like well, well, like it was like dueling hurdles. Oh. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not what you want. That's. <laughs> what did it seem like though that the the Cardinals were doing to take away Kareem Hunt? Was it play calling or was it something else? Was it the lack of Sammy Watkins? I don't know. It's hard. I I, I, I wouldn't thing? be able to say. I mean, look. I mean, he had back to back 12 and fourteen yard runs, didn't he? Or a fourteen yard run and. A couple back-to-back first downs that were kind of big, too. I, I have to look at the tape. You go reference the tape. I'm yeah. sure you'll get right Which, on uh, that. Which I, I probably won't do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
but I know others at this table will. You may, you should watch it, and I'll ask you about it when we do Facebook Live this week. Well, you just gave you homework. Just Sam, I did. Just that's Sam exactly or, what or I did. Because remember, if all of us were the same, one of us would be redundant. So everybody has to. Yeah, but I like to be able to call on any of you. I feel like I'm the teacher teaching a class. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. When I was looking for, actually, it's probably me on Mama Gregorian looking for an excuse when my brothers had done something I was supposed to do. I don't want to be like them. I don't want to be like them. Um, well, we've, we've broken out a lot of the offense, but I think it's important to look at the defense because we've had, which we did a little bit already, but we've had a couple people asking about Daniel Sorensen, asking how much he played. Uh, Jason asks if he only played in the second half. Look to see him in the later passing downs late. And I believe he came in well, in the first quarter on the, on, on the, the first, first series. Yeah, yeah. In the first series. I mean, I think the area that I know that I remember seeing him was as the – the dime linebacker, him and Dorian O'Daniel, mm-hmm. which, I mean, was sort of expected, I think, from the way Bob Sutton was talking about it. Like, I think I think we talked about on the Facebook Live during the week about how Jordan Lucas had been in that spot. Sorensen was coming back and had played that spot before, and he's experienced in this defense. And with the two of those guys, Lucas and O'Daniel, being two new guys, guys who are, you know, new to this defense – don't be surprised if Sorensen slides in there because he's got experience, and that's exactly what we saw today. So um, I don't remember if there was much more than that, but I do remember him being in there as that linebacker. Anybody else notice him in there? I didn't notice him, like, making a big impact. Right. Yeah. Which is he's about what we guy, expected. Right. Yeah. Uh, when I say that, that sounds like I'm being dismissive. He's the kind of player that a lot of times when you watch live, you don't see much of an impact, and right. then later on, or if you do, it's 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 the bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later on, when you watch, you go, oh, okay, like you, you can kind of see his purpose a little bit more. So I'd want to watch the tape. They've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of tape watching to do after this, is what we're learning. <laughs> Vahe especially has the most <laughs> tape to watch. Um, did you guys know? Did did Jordan Lucas get in at all? Get in well, at all on defense? I didn't, I didn't see him notice much, him. But it, but it, but I I wasn't looking for him exactly either, right? So um, he must have got in. Don did not play, so so yeah. he played. Yeah, he could have been a special teamer. Oh, that's right. He is when he plays. He is definitely on a special team. So we right. So yeah, like, we'll go yeah. to the tape when the snap counts come out tomorrow. We'll see where because they'll break out defensive snaps and special team snaps. So, um, but off the top of my head, I'm not sure how much he because you know, and that was one of the things you know um, Mondays when we do the snap counts for online um, last week. Eric Murray's going way up, and you can see Lucas is starting to shrink with. Out Sorensen back, and that's why you know I think didn't somebody ask you in the in the Twitter mm-hmm. about that too? Yep. And like you know, Bob Sutton gave this long answer, which really the one line that you really need to pay attention to was him talking about well, even if his role does shrink a little bit, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gone, it's going down. Sorensen with with five tackles. I don't know if we we mentioned that, um, but uh, Lynn's man Ben Neiman with the team leading six. Tackles. Steeman Neiman. I learned that tonight. Is yeah. that right? From who? So, uh, Reggie Ragland. Steeman Neiman. I like it. I that's like a, it a lot. That's dynamite. Cachet, doesn't I like like it. That's, yes. that's better than Showtime Mahomes, that's for sure. No. Uh, hey, uh, by the way, going back to injuries for just one quick moment, Andy started off his news conference saying no injuries, but he, he, did he speak to, to the Hitchens matter at all? Or, you know, yeah. he did, I, and I don't remember I, what I just, he said. I, well, I, went back to I the, think the assumption would be he's just not ready, but, yeah, you know, the, but they I, hope I, he would be. He mentioned something. I think he referenced him when he was talking about Neiman, but I don't think he 
he yeah. answered like why he was active and dressed but right. not didn't look like he was anywhere near. I yeah. Time, so. I almost kind of wonder if it was a safety net situation. He could have gone if he needed to, but Neiman was playing well, led the team with six tackles, so no reason to get him in there and get him more banged up before they go to Mexico City. Um, yeah, when because the question was, how was Ben Neiman able to step in today with Anthony Hitchens out? Andy Reid said, listen, I thought he made a few plays in there and did a nice job. I'll have to look at it, look closer. He kind of tucked in there in the mess. Got, got to see the tape. He kind of got to, yeah, that's exactly it. thought for the most part he tucked did okay. In tucked in there. It's no sweet and sour pork, but it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, tucked in there. So he okay. said, great experience for him. Young guy, undrafted the whole thing. It's a heck of an experience for him. They kind of set up a situation where Hitch is going to play one game in like a month, right? Well, look, I'm, yeah, yeah. Week after yeah. Mexico, yeah, I yeah. Mean, which is perfect. Yeah, and that's not, not yeah. broken, right? It's just it's the pain tolerance is what he was saying after mm-hmm. the game last week, and I think again this week in the locker room. So, um, but at the same time, he, he didn't practice this week, so it was. I mean, he was out there and he was watching. Yeah. So obviously they're trying to save him and try and um, look at the long term for him. Well, look, that, that, that's, that brings up an interesting thing we haven't had a chance to get to yet, which is the, the Patriots losing today, and that giving the Chiefs a little bit more of a buffer. Does that mean we're not getting clam I mean, chowder in January? That's Well, look, right, right. It means we're hoping there's still a chance we won't get the clam chowder there in January. I'm sure we have some good Kansas City clam chowder to be had. Um, but, I like but, that clam chowder. Let's I was going to say, like, I, wasn't, I didn't want to offend no, no, Kansas City true. clam chowder. Whoever it might but, be, maybe somebody will disabuse us of that thought. But, but I do wonder this, does that in any big picture way affect how they look at Mexico City, how they look at whether um, it's all hands on deck, you know, any more than they would otherwise? Or do they, can they look at the long haul and say, a guy like Hitchens, boy, if we don't play him next week and we get the bye week, he's really going to be healthy early, no, early December. I mean, what, I what, know, what do you do with that? Well, the AFC playoff picture thing is kind of complicated with the Chargers, right? Yeah. Uh, because now, if they just blowing past the Chargers, yeah, jeez, and they they have their own fate in their own hands with the yeah. Chargers, though, right? I mean, they do, and, yeah. and and the Chargers have not beat the Chiefs since you know, like yeah. Stan Humphreys was their quarterback or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but if 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 they win, if the Chargers win that game, it's a Thursday night, December sometime. Um, then all of a sudden they're even, and I, then right. you, then you look at the secondary tiebreaker, which in the division is that division record? I think it is division um, record or common opponent. Second, I'm yeah. not sure what it is. Oh, I thought it was division all division, division record, record first. and then yeah. common I opponent. Or whatever. You have to look at that of of you know where else they would stack up. But um, I don't think they can feel like you know deep breath yeah. mm-hmm. right now, especially like playing range. Well, but, but yeah, right yeah. Now. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State, and no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass, unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or two fifty a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com/sportspass. 
it's really hard to know how these guys actually think about these things, right? Like, of course they want to think about the long-term health of everybody. Of course they want to think about the immediate health from everybody. So, I, I, you know, it's a balance that uh, I don't want to take us into Eric Berry too much this way, but I mean, oh boy, at some go. point there's input from players involved, right? So, yeah. Um, We've been asked about Eric Berry about 50-11 times in this, so might as well. Did you say 50-11? Sure did. Nice. That is really a weird offshoot of 11 gazillion. Yeah. yeah. That I've same never, number. Never heard 50, that before. 50-11? No, yeah. Really? No, yeah. There's like a song where it's like about 50-11 times. I can't think of what that song is. I think it's a rap song, so I'm not. It's not by that guy that. Going to rap it. Yeah. Maybe you kids, you kids weren't <laughs> here then during the Royals thing, but who was the rapper that used all those numbers? Fetty Wap, Wap. 1738. Yeah. 1738. That's different than 5011, though. It is, and I'm okay. going to Google it when I get off camera. Um, I'm going to actually have Blair sub in, not because I'm going to go Google 5011 times, but we're just we're going to we're going to switch things. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh no. All right. <laughs> Um, Hold on. Well, nope, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We figured it out. Thanks, computer. <laughs> and that's the last time I make up where you guys can't see it. Wow. Um, let me. We're going to slide out really quickly. All right. Um, Blair, you're back. Brooke, gone. Bye. Producer slash host. <laughs> you know, he's long been known for his versatility. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about, <laughs> Chiefs? <laughs> well, you guys are you guys have covered a lot of it. I want to go back to Tyreek Hill, though. Like we, we started yeah, with this yeah, today, yeah. of the um, uh, when you have to. It, it's easy covering these Chiefs games and identifying stars of the game, and especially on the offensive side, there just weren't many today. And we talk about the the, the problems, but. This game started, the first play of the game for the Chiefs was a 38-yard completion down the sideline to Tyreek Hill. And after an incomplete pass, the third play of the game was Tyreek breaking free over the middle. You know, I'm, I don't know, you know, no, no need to account for Tyreek Hill, right? <laughs> right. Um, I, anyway, I, bottom line, I, I know we talked a lot about him running, jumping the wall and, and running behind the camera. I just thought he had an outstanding day today. And he was kind of it offensively for them. He, he was, and, and look, Kareem Hunt's had these moments too, right? And, and in some ways, Kelsey, but I do think if you really ask yourself who the game-changing guy, the most game-changing guy for Patrick Mahomes is, it doesn't have to be Tyreek. I mean, he does things nobody else can do. Right, he, he is. He's got the skill Kareem's set. pretty close, but I, but yeah, I think... I, I just don't know how to differentiate, but because yeah. there, there are times, like the Cleveland game last week, there are times that Kelsey is everything. Yeah, um, yeah, like the Cleveland game last week. There's times where Kareem Hunt yeah. is kind of. I, I don't know how to. The, the one thing that, that I thought about Tyreek today, um, that that touchdown, that the one that you just talked about, the 38, uh, the the first one, was an example to me of how far he's come as a receiver. Uh, it's easy to forget he was so raw, like had never really yeah, played yeah. the position much before he got to the Chiefs, and he's gotten so good with his feet. And I, I forgot who the uh, the defensive back was. But he, Tyreek had to run at him, and he kind of faked one way to get the guy's hips turned in, and then just went on the other side, and that was it. Like that's it. Just it was just that yeah. quick, and and I don't know that that's a play that Tyreek. I don't know if that's a route that he could have executed like that. You know, maybe last year, but not the year before. 
And, and then yeah, the maybe, second I touchdown. Yeah, I think last year probably, right? Maybe or maybe. Yeah, but but, but not, not, not not when he got, got here. here. Not no. when he got yeah. here. Not even yeah. close. And and the, and then the second touchdown, I think maybe is something that you're kind of talking about or alluding to is is that was incredible timing. Oh yeah. my gosh, How, that was yeah. crazy. The he anticipation. Ran, he ran to a spot. Oh my god. And as he was running to the spot, the ball was in the air. Yeah. And then he gets to the spot, turns around, and there's the ball. And you yeah. can see like anticipation throws with a window like this big. That was like. Crazy anticipation with the window, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, however big a football is, like plus this much. That was that was nuts. That play though makes me think of that. It was it was a uh, an uncalled interference penalty when when Tyreek had the linebacker. I can't remember who the linebacker was. Some his linebacker covered him over the middle. Yeah, and the guy really had a pretty good hold on him. It was going to be a similar window. Uh huh. I mean, and it was just that difference in two steps. Yeah. It would have been a I, I can't remember the exact down and distance, but it would have been a twenty yard gain and yeah. Probably changed change things up a little bit. Um, you know, the other thing that was kind of interesting to me in this, and Andy kind of slyly dropped this in there. I didn't see a good replay of the penalty on the on what might have been a the punt uh, return, punt return for a touchdown. The Demetrius Harris was that okay? It but was Andy, Demetrius Harris. Andy made a point of dropping this in there. He said on a, uh, a I can't remember the rest of the wording, but he, he used the word somehow called a penalty mm. Uh, mm. in there, which I think was sort of his way of saying. He's been getting after after the refs a little bit. Did, didn't yeah. he say uh, that that one must be in the archives about the uh, oh about that rule? Yeah, at the end yeah. of the half. And today he was uh, none too pleased. Although I think I think he was wrong. I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, on one of the motion penalties, uh, oh, I, I think Kareem kept. Yeah, but it really was just Kareem never stopped. I, I can't remember exactly how that motion went. But um, one one last thing on this burst though about Tyreek. <laughs> This is how much we've come to expect of this guy, right? Or, or you anticipate in what he does. The other punt return he had today, he's, he didn't get anywhere. He was, he's running hard to the right sideline. You could tell that he thought for a second about dipping back, making a, a complete pirouette, and going, going around. Yeah. And I actually think, I actually think he might have gone all the way. It, but he didn't do it. It was got this just strangely disciplined... Uh, moment of his where you just thought better of it. <laughs> Strangely disappointing. Like but I, I, I really like to look at that again and see. I think the entire field of Cardinals had come over at that angle, and he is so quick, so fast, such a burst that if he had spun out and gone back over, I actually think certainly a 30, 40 yard gain and, and maybe all the way. Well, and how about, how about his, uh, he avoids contact. It, it, so block, are you thinking of the blocks? Yes. Well, that in, in, <laughs> in every way, right? Yeah. But but he gets out of bounds. Uh -huh. he, he didn't do that as a rookie. Uh -huh. He was looking for contact and looking to pick up extra yards. He he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. He is those feet just scoot 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 and goes out of bounds. He's got to protect his money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they had one of the sort of the classic Tyreek run thirty-five yards down the sideline after getting knocked out of bounds too, and uh -huh. which. Never fails to amuse me, but there really is a reason behind it. As one of his high school coaches told me when I was down there, that that he's he, he's worried if he slows down too fast, he's you know could pop one of his one of those muscles of his that he doesn't <laughs> doesn't stretch to to get loose. I mean, he's he's just an absolute aberration. I mean, yeah. as he told you once, when you run that fast, oh, <laughs> yeah, just stop. I mean, I hate to bring that up myself, but, you know. And he looked at you and said, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think he mostly used, was mostly stressing the back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And there was never that day. <laughs> A day that never happened. <laughs> well, he was kind of, he was kind of it really offensively yeah. for them today. And I just hadn't, with this team, you, you all touched on it earlier. It was a season low in total yards, passing yards, points. 
yeah. for this. Yeah. And and but like Sam said, they still get 26 points. And, and this there is were the times w- or yeah, the floor. I mean, the floor. Yeah. There were times in in the Alex Smith years when they hit 26, and you thought, man, that's a heck of an out- output. Well, other- there was a stat. I can't remember it exactly, but there was a stat about um, Alex Smith's record as a quarterback, not just with the Chiefs, but you know overall. Like when his team gets twenty four or more, or like the, when the oh, when the when the defense yeah. holds the other team to to twenty four or less, like twenty four was like the the demarcation. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and so the Chiefs, right, on I their remember that. You're worst right. day, you know, like <laughs> everything going to get Eric Fisher can't block. You know, nobody's effective. Sammy Watkins is out, just grinding their way to twenty six points. That's right. Hey. Scoring in three plays to open the game. Yeah. Well, and that, yeah. that's what's funny. I mean, look, they get. 240 yards in the first half and 90 in the second half. Yeah. So that that's where there was a little little uh, difference in ability to sustain drives. I mean, it, how, how much of um, uh, the, the Chiefs' last two games are um, the, the opponent? I mean, Browns, Cardinals, two teams that are would combine for three or four Ws. Um, it wasn't comfortable today. Not as much as so as last week. But it just changes for them starting next Monday, week from Monday. And look, I mean, do you, by asking that, are you, are you wondering whether did they sag a little? Yeah, I wonder, and I wonder if there was a little, not a look ahead, but, you know, an opponent that they're not familiar with. There's a little, kind of a motive. I was wondering what the motivation was for today. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, as much as they can, like, act like, you know, the next game is the most important. You know, that's the cliche in baseball and basketball and football, whatever. Um, and it, 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 it's factually accurate, right? But, like, as human beings, like, they can't get up for every game right. exactly the same. You know? Right. Like, uh, it's just human nature. And I, I think as a professional group, um, you know, that they still – I don't think they, like – it didn't appear to me that they weren't taking this game seriously or, or, right. or, or last week seriously. Like, you know, they haven't had that, like you – know, like, last year, just a bomb against the Jets, you right. know? And right. the Giants, Ugh. both oh. the New York games. Yeah. And, and, and the Bills, which yeah. wasn't a bomb, but a, yeah. a loss just, here to yeah. a team that's yeah. yeah. 9 and 17. They've done that before. This group, I mean, look, they're only 10 games yeah, in, right? Like the most important part of the season is still to, still to come. But so far, that, every 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 test I mean, they've answered, or every it, it, question they've answered, every it, test they've it, passed, it, whatever. I, I mean, you know, I feel like <laughs> the pilot light stayed on, right? And, and, and maybe it wasn't at its, you know, peak, but, you know, what yeah. they might say in baseball, a good professional at bat, right? Yeah. I mean, there was no nobody, – nobody was, like, not here, they, yeah. you know, emotionally, I don't right. think. I, I think. But I think you do hit peaks and valleys, and right, got, of your own capability of emotional yeah. the spectrum. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, but, like – No, I'm sorry. Um, the part I keep going back to, though, too, is, is not whether the offense puts up 550 yards against the Cardinals or whatever, but – I think the, the, the biggest takeaway is Justin Houston and what potentially that means for this defense because the, the defense does not have to be great. They don't really even have to be good. You know, if, if they can get four stops in a game, they're probably going to win. Um, you know, against the Patriots, they got two and they almost won. Um, you know, and, and I just think, like, with those three guys, one edge, one edge, and then Chris Jones up the middle and Alan Bailey. Um, played pretty good too. Uh, Alan Bailey can give you some juice sometimes. Yep. You know, with those guys, it just affects everything because everything is tilted. I think about this too. Um, everything is tilted for that defense because the offense is so good, and we've seen this. Um, the onside kick today, we've seen it yeah. over and over. Other teams are are playing differently because of the Chiefs' offense, 
and it tilts the field in a way that goes away from this defense's biggest weakness, one of their biggest weaknesses, which is against the run, and, and, and it tilts the field toward what I think is their biggest strength, especially when Justin Houston is healthy, which is the pass rush. I think that's something that they can ride. That's a great way to lay it out. I mean, that, that, that really, because it's, it's really methodical point. I mean, it, it's, it's Yeah, it's and, it, and it speaks to your earlier point that, that maybe this was their, I mean, this was their Jets game from a year ago yeah. or their Giants and game. Won. And they won yeah. by double digits, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, and, and the two touchdown I mean, just, did, they didn't, did they turn it over? I don't remember. The, they didn't turn it over. No. Mm -hmm. right? Had a few penalties, and that's, you know, you start thinking about that a little bit. Um, they're the most penalized team in the NFL coming into today. 63 yards. So they had double double the yardage, at least. Though, yeah, um, 8 for 63, double the yardage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and penalty yards. Um, you know, I don't think they, I mean, defensively, um, when I was looking through doing the report card, I was like, you know, this might be one of, and obviously it's an offense that's changed the coordinators, but defensively, 14 points. Um, they were like 200 yards. Like, you know, it was some low number passing with all the hits they got on the quarterback. I mean, this was one of their better games defensively now. Three and out in the turnover when they when they yeah, were and that know, was the other thing. up against it's it. When it was, you know, a couple of times, Arizona had the ball with the opportunity to go ahead. Like, if they go score seven, it was a six-point game. They could take the lead. And a defense came up every time. I yeah. think it was a three and out. And then also I think it was – wasn't it a similar situation with the turnover too? I'm trying to remember what the score was. Was it – well, they got the ball back uh, down six, so a touchdown goes up, and that was Justin yeah. Houston's interception. Yeah, that was yeah. still it. So yeah. I mean, it was yeah. twi mm -hmm. twice, so, twice with the chance yeah. to go ahead. Yeah. Right. They got yeah. three and out and yeah. a turnover. Yeah. Yeah. Or twice a chance to fall yeah. behind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you guys see that uh, uh, NFL Next Gen Stats deal about um, uh, Josh Rosen had pressure on 54.5% of his dropbacks? See, I didn't see uh, that. Bonkers. But like, but it, it said, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, let me finish the, the – it's – that sounds like a lot, right? But without context. But the context is they said it's the the, the highest percentage by any team in any game this season. Wow, wow. is that right? Yep. I did see the number about thir he got hit, he got sacked or hit thirteen times today, something yeah, like he that. Was, he was hit thirteen times, sacked five. Five. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, because and it was one of those things I had written about pass rush um, for Sunday's paper, and now I was looking at, you know, because they don't they they weren't near the top of, in terms of sacks given up. But he played five, six games, five starts, and number of sacks that he had, I forget what it is off the top of my head, but it was one of those ones where I was like, well, wait a minute, that's in six and change, you know, or, you know, five starts and change. It's like, that's a lot of sacks for him to have been taken as, you know, a rookie. I mean, you think back to, I remember who was it, um, I think it was David Carr that talked about, like, his rookie year <laughs> and how he just got battered and beat up and just was, you know, just shell-shocked for most of his career because of that. Um, I mean, this kid's just getting <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, just for just by the numbers you look at, it, you say, okay, every time he's dropping back, you know. And I think Sam, we I think we talked about this during the game. Just you know, when people talk about these young quarterbacks and the situation that they're in on some of these guys, whether yeah. it's Rosen or Baker Mayfield, or Mayfield yeah. or any of these guys, like it really hammers home how good of a spot Pat was able to be put into totally. because he got to sit, and then he didn't. When he did play, he wasn't playing with just the whatever offense. I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt around him, Sammy Watkins, yeah. and he's got experience, and he's, you know, getting protected by that line. Other than to the, that's why it jumps out today how much yeah. he got hit. I mean, Coaching guys aren't getting doing. put in that yeah. situation. Yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, Javante asks if there was any news with uh, the Mahomes family issue. You know, Patrick Mahomes wasn't available to, to speak to the media after the game today, and that's the reason that Brooke is no longer in the picture here. She's, she's working on, on a story. There was a post on social media just a little yeah, while I've ago. Yeah, I've got it. i got a. Shall I read it or? or yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. It's 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 out there now. So it's not it's it's not. It's actually on Twitter now. Okay, so. Okay. You very did. Good. Okay. It's, it's not Patrick Mahomes' parents. It's no. it's his girlfriends. Yeah, and and it, it's Brittany Matthews, his longtime girlfriend. Today is a day I will never forget. Directly after this picture, I sprinted to the front entrance to see my dad, my stepdad, passed out. He did not come back from this, and he was called to heaven. So that that's a. Patrick's very close with her, and and uh, Shirley very close with yeah with uh, the family. So that that's that's the emergency that was referred to earlier. Right. Very so, sad. Very yeah, sad. Yeah. Very sad. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's a yeah. uh, young lady, and uh, yeah, you're right. The longtime boyfriend girlfriend, and uh, they share a place on the plaza, um, and uh, we see her around a lot. Right. A lot in training camp yeah, and, yeah. And, and, af and during before or after games. So uh, that's that's a tough deal. Uh, really feel bad about that. So. Uh, so yeah, that's it. And Brooke is working on, on the story, and I'm sitting in. And let's um, let's just segue into some final thoughts here um, ab about uh, you know about the Chiefs today, and maybe where things stand now in the AFC with the Patriots losing today. And, and uh, you know, if you stacked the, the the records of the AFC teams, you know, one through um, sixteen, the Chiefs are first, and the Chargers are second in terms of winning percentage. Um, so Sam, what do you think? Uh, right? Yeah, uh, at uh, seven and two, Steelers yeah. six two and one, six, two and Patriots one, right? are yep. seven and three. Yep. I mean, uh, they get a little breathing room, right? Uh, it's it's effectively a game and a half lead on the Patriots. Uh, the Chargers can close a game and a half lead with a win here if they keep pace. Otherwise, uh, but it's just all you want the the, the balls on your racket. Is, is that how they say it? Is that the <laughs> is that the tennis term? I never heard it put uh, that way. I like that. It's on their racket. Just not balls in your in court. The balls in their court. Usually it's in your court, but if it's really on your <laughs> racket, you've really got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like. Yeah. Well, I tried. I like it. I'm going to use that. Um, yeah, but I mean, they, they, and I think that's it's always important, right? Um, especially to avoid Foxborough and all that stuff. But it, I I do think it matters here, and I say that we are. <laughs> less than 10 months away from that other game that, that happened or about 10 months, whatever. Uh, so anyway, I mean, it, it's opening up for the Chiefs. They've got a huge test. It's a game that, um, you know, I don't want to speak for everybody here, but certainly for me, it was the one I've been looking forward to the most, uh, you know, is, 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 you know, this Rams game. Uh, Rams just beat the Seahawks, right? They've had a string of, yep. you know, kind of late game. You know, they can, they can clinch. They might have clinched the NFC West before that game is played. If the Seahawks, I forgot who the Seahawks play on Thursday, uh, but they play Thursday. If the Seahawks lose, lose the Rams clinch, clinch with the win. NFC West. Wow! Wow! How about Jeez. that? Yeah. So. Wow. Lynn, what do you think? I think. Therefore, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Therefore, I am. Um, Just trying to give you some time. I, I think uh, the Chargers. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting game because that also is a Thursday night, right? I think that it is. Chargers, yeah, it is. Yeah. Mid December, Thursday, sometimes. which yeah. sometimes can teams can be out of sorts, or you just don't know how those those games can be disjointed. Plus, I think the two losses, right? The losses are the Rams and the Chiefs right now for them. Mm -hmm. So I mean, mm -hmm. that's you know, as far as the resume, I mean, that's uh, that's legit. I mean, that that Chiefs game was the season opener, and it was I remember what the final. It was like. It well, was close in the fourth, but they. It was thirty-seven yeah. twenty-eight sticks out to me. Yeah, it was the it was the it was the the punt 
um, the muffed punt to turn into mm-hmm. a touchdown. Otherwise, that's a yep. you know, potentially a come yep. down to the wire game. Um, and I think like earlier, it'll probably change by the time we get to that to um, December. But earlier, you probably would look at that Baltimore game and said, "Hey, this team's playing pretty good," and they've sort of dropped off a little bit. But um, when Brooke and I were looking at the TV, I was like, you know, that Seattle game in, uh, in December yeah, could Absolutely. be a yeah. tough one because I haven't seen a lot of them, but from it sounds like their defense is starting to come around because they got all those young guys because, you know, moved away from that Legion of Boom defense, and now they got another group in there. But, I mean, they played the Rams tough, you know, down to the wire there. And going to Seattle right before Christmas, that, that could be a tough one. But, yep. um, so it'll just be interesting to see how they, you know, um, play out the string to keep giving those professional at-bats as uh, <laughs> by <laughs> put it. And, uh, no, no. No big thoughts, as you, as you might expect. Uh, <laughs> <meeting>. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> as usual. You better, you better come up no. big, pal. <laughs> Reaching back. Um, look, just, just I, I think they've, they've shown, I do think Sam's thing that really stands out to me earlier is it, you kind of feel like, right, at least for the moment, this is, this, is the, um, this is the floor of what this offense can do. Now, that might get redefined. That could get redefined next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might. Yeah. We might really see something different there. You know, I've talked to a few people around the Chiefs who, of course, everyone is excited about this game, right? It's pretty pretty cool circumstances. But also, it will not really exactly be circumstances you would expect, let's say, a Super Bowl to be played in. I mean, just for one thing, the altitude and just, you know, a little out of everybody's element. Although I guess you would be at a Super Bowl, too. So is there some kind of, uh, you know, do we see it as some kind of Super Bowl preview potentially? Yeah. Could right. be, could be. possibly. It's possible. Right. Right. Why, right. why not see it that way? Why not build it up <laughs> that gotta, way? This why week? not write it? Don't we have some stuff to <laughs> write this week? I was going to say, why not for us, right? D Ford was. If not now, when? Hey, D Ford, shoot that thing down real quick with somebody asking about the anticipation. Like, oh, are you anticipating this one as much as everybody else? And he was like, no. <laughs> well, I don't think D Ford needs to be quoted in these, these stories then. Well, I think ESPN's going to play the hell out of this week, it's for sure. But look, it's. it's, it's you Sam will remember best of all, or maybe you, Blair, too. But um, can you remember a Chiefs game this late in the season that you're saying that about? Like, oh, this might be a Super Bowl, hmm. right? I mean, that you could legitimately Not that say felt that. this realistic. Yeah, I, I mean, think. there was probably a game where like maybe oh, some maybe. earnest journalists might, you know, yeah, stretch yeah, yeah. the truth even, you know. <laughs> what's your what's your really quick neutral field, right? Rams home game, right, neutral, neutral field. field. What's your quick guess at a, at a line on this game? Uh, I I think it'll be less than like two. Um, either way, or yeah, yeah, like Rams by a point, or but you could see you know. either way. I guess I could see either way. Yeah, I, it's an, that's a really interesting question. I don't usually you know think about it that much. Although we yeah. should note today was whatever that crazy six seventeen and a half or seventeen. Big, big, the Chiefs were the Chiefs biggest favorite cover. in since lines were yeah. like going back to the mid eighties yeah. or something. with a seventeen point favorite. Although you know that the, that loss last week might change things a little bit for the Rams. Maybe the Chiefs will be you know the point favorite. I wonder if the health is going to be because I mean, yeah. just thinking off the top of my head, right? So yeah, Cooper, Cooper Cup, yep. and Sammy didn't play this week, so I mean I wonder you know, two big name receivers if that affects uh, or any news that happens between now. Uh, Uh, I think it's one point either way, and I, I don't know who. So, hey, and my final thought will be um, uh, Happy Veterans Day. Uh, it was uh, we had quite a 
show here, the flyover, the, um, uh, the the flag unveiling, the national anthem, it was all pretty cool today, I thought. Especially, I think we were all really struck by the, the bell tolling or, uh, or however you Yes, at 11, that. 11 a.m. That, that, was, that was amazing. Yep, at 11 a.m. because it's uh, that's when the, the armistice was signed yeah. in, in, in 1918. This is the 100 year anniversary, right? So. Um, we and, and Brooke and I were on the field when the when the bells chimed, for, and I don't know how many times. I don't know what the symbolism was there. I know it was more. It was more than eleven, though. And it, it, for yeah. a moment, I actually thought it might go to hundred. Maybe somebody can um, tell us why or yeah, why it was more. I'd, but I'd like to know. But the thing I was most struck by was the players they, stopping their tracks. They, well, they they continued. They continued warming Initially. up once the bells started, but yeah. but then after a few, they stopped. Everybody yeah. stopped. Both the Chiefs and the Cardinals that were on the field stopped and just. Stood there. It was actually. It, maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe it's just that you know the the idea of what you just saw. But I don't remember ever being at a stadium. Everything basically just coming to a standstill. Yeah. Everything. 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 Uh, no no movement in the stands yeah. on the field. Yeah. It really was a touching moment. Yeah. It I was. thought so. It was. Um, so with that, uh, uh, for for Sam, for Lynn, for Vahe, and for Brooke, thanks for joining us. Give us a like. Follow the coverage of the Chiefs in the print editions of the Kansas City Star online at kansascity.com. And let's see if we can get Brooke to, uh, to hit the button and send us off.